Hey, it is L.A. Lloyd, and today is the eighth time for Otherwise to co-host The Rock 30. And uh, as I've said many times, when I get the opportunity to sit down face-to-face in this Zoom world that we've been living in for the last 18 months, it's even better. And our good friend uh, Bill, who's in the band Sons on Fire, is uh, treating us to some uh, fine Chicago cuisine. So you may hear us chomping a little bit during the interview today. But uh, yes. welcome back, man. L.A. It's good yeah. to see you in the flesh, my Yes, friend. definitely, yeah. man. It's yes. been a long time, brother. Thanks for having us, dude. This is awesome. Last time I saw any of you in person was in Vegas right before COVID. I was That's with right. Ryan there, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on today. Um, you know, and the thing about it is you guys were about to get uh, you know serious with touring with the latest album, Defy, which yeah. came out late 2019. And then all of a sudden, you know, everything completely came to a halt. So, yeah, you know, when you found out that tours were canceled, you got to go home. You don't know how long you're going to be there. I mean, what were you guys all feeling emotionally during that time? It, it was heavy, man. It was, uh, I mean, you know, we feel, you know, every band, when they put out a new record, they're like, oh, it's our strongest material yet, you know. But we honestly believe that. And, right. and we were so proud of, you know, we kind of did a little bit of uh I guess uh, a slight d- departure from our traditional sound. You yeah. know, we were trying to progress and evolve, you know, which is what you're supposed to do as a human being, right? Yeah. Um, so we were so stoked about, man, the, the world's going to hear this record. And and, and we, we, when everything ground to a halt, we, we've never canceled a tour before in our lives. Wow. We've barely ever canceled shows. And it was like, what, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it did force us to kind of rethink the, the business model, so to speak, um, we got a little, a little, uh, uh, a little cheeky with it, and we uh, we we released a, kind of a part two to Defy, and we right. call it, we've, we're call, we're calling it Defiance, but we're it's not a your traditional release. We're going we're doing single by single over a period of time until we can get you know until we know that everything's going to go back to quote unquote normal, and then and then put out a new record hopefully by the end of next year, a brand new one. Well, last time you and I talked. Um it was, uh, I think we might have been doing Skype. I don't even know if Zoom was a thing when you and I last talked. Um, you know, we were talking about Joe and Nick joining the band, so I'm getting to meet these guys for the first time yeah. today. So, you know, let's uh, let's pass the mic to you guys and, and get a little mic time and tell me how the experience has been with, with the brothers here. LA, here's, he's an L.A. cat right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Joe. What's up? It's been, uh, it's been amazing. Uh, like you said, it's it was crazy coming in because we had a lot of, uh, plans and a lot of momentum and then COVID hit. Right. So it was like, oh, we, you know, we're going to start, you know, touring off the record and, and uh, doing all of these cool things. And then, you know, our whole industry shut down. Um, but we were, fortunately, this was an amazing project to be a part of during the pandemic because we were one of the few bands that kept working. We were doing live streams. We were doing um things online we're twitching with the fans private shows so like we were in a pandemic but we were still like managing to you know work and and do shows and get together and stuff so that was like the little blessing in the skies you know being a part of the group with these guys is that we just kept plugging away the whole time so that was pretty awesome you gotta work nick what do you say man uh i i've i've been very happy to be in this band it's it's funny we were, i was talking to, to bill earlier i mean we, we played a, a 
show called Taste of Madison in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And that was one of the first times that I had met otherwise when I was playing in a different band. And I had never partied so hard in my entire <laughs> life until I started hanging out with these guys. And I never had so much fun at a festival until I started hanging out with these guys. So it kind of was, it was um, foreshadowing. Yeah. Wait, what was wait a minute, happen. Adrian and Ryan party? Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, no, yeah, no. No, you're kidding me. I it was, no. it was veggie. Were... It was a veggie tray in a prayer circle. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, so it was. I've, I've been very blessed to be with these guys. They're, uh, they're. I've always wanted to feel like I've been in a band of brothers, and because I, I grew up with two sisters, so I don't know what it's like yeah. to have brothers, and it's yeah. like jamming with these guys. It feels like a really awesome family, and we we all click and we love playing shows together. So, I, I like when like Joe was saying, we we work really well. Like we've. In the, in the face of adversity through all this, we've done some really cool things together, and there's more to come. Well, uh, help me out with this. What's the story behind the Tiger Blood tour? I mean, is this Mike Tyson? Is this a Vegas oh, thing? Is it Charlie Sheen? Is it, you know, is it Tiger King? Definitely I mean, some Charlie Sheen in there. Definitely some Charlie Sheen in there. So, I mean, I love the name of it. Who wants to tell me where you came up with it? I mean, I think it's really creative. Well, we, you know, we were thinking like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be one of the only bands out there touring, you know, yeah, yeah. our management, it, it had to be like the first. this new tongue in cheek kind of ethos that we have, it was like, you know what, we ain't scared. We got that tiger blood, baby. Right. Let's go do this. And, right. and then it just, it turned into, into, into the name of the mini tours and we got a, we got a, 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 a merch design for it that people love people yeah. are buying it so uh and plus the tiger is my spirit animal it was my my first my second tattoo was a tiger yeah. nice. and uh it, it you know it's just, it it's it's kind of funny you know it's it's it kind of funny but it also really kind of sums up like how we feel about our music you know we, we like it runs really hot in our veins right and so tiger blood just worked out and also, a super spreader tour was a bad PR. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one. So. That was the first idea. <laughs> well, uh, you know, some of my favorite bands, uh, 10 Years, Blackstone Cherry, Crobot, P.O.D., all label mates for you guys now on Mascot. Uh, Lorraine Caruso, I've known her pretty much my entire radio career. She's worked me on so many amazing bands. Right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about the relationship with Mascot and, you know, how that's been even though they kind of had to uh, work with you during a, a pandemic to get things moving. Yeah, you know, they, they've, been, uh, they've been very supportive as far as like, again, you know, we, we, we did take a slight departure from our traditional, you know, active rock sound with the latest release and with, with, with Defy and Defiance. Um, you know, they were, they, were, they were supportive of us, you know, experimenting. And um, it, 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 was, it was really, you know, I guess encouraging to to hear from that. We thought for sure they would be like, "No, you guys can't go tour. You can't do it." <laughs> right. You know, and they were like, "That's awesome. You guys are touring. Go yeah, like go on." Yeah. Like so it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. And and speaking of which, every band that I mentioned had, are all on the road, you know, 10 years. Now and, they're back. And yeah. They're all back and and Blackstone Cherry. You know what's crazy too uh uh LA is that um my brother and I POD is like one of our favorite bands. Yeah, you know, it was like they're one they of the brought us in. They're one of the brand, bands that got us into like hard rock and yeah. metal. And do you realize a little music trivia for you right here? This is the 20th anniversary of Satellite. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is oh, yeah, it, yeah, 20 yeah. years on, on September 11th. Yeah. Yeah. The you know a little bit of trivia, POD trivia on on the wise guy tip. The first mosh pit that my brother and I were ever in <laughs> together. <laughs> you know, I'm a little bit older than him, so I've been in a yeah. few mosh pits b b before in, in in my day, but. The the first one we were ever in together <laughs> was at POD at the House of Blues in Las Vegas, That's like circa awesome. 2004, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. 2003. Well, I was in high school. Yeah. 
And uh, it's funny because we, we like to the guys in POD. They're they're heroes turned homies for us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think the last time we played with them was in Puerto Rico. Wow! So uh, when they went on, you know, they go on the big sh- like, even though we're on stage with them. Still, I had to still go in the mosh pit. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm like, I'm like moshing, and then like Marcos is just looking at me like, dude, come on, bro. I'm like, I can't help it, man. Like, I, I love got, you guys, bro. I gotta pay homage. Dude. You're my best friend. <laughs> You're our friends. So, uh, you know, the the question I have for a lot of bands is, and it's not so much for established bands as yourself, and I see it more for the the newer bands, younger bands, uh, and and they all say. You know, the importance of an album just isn't that much to us because we're struggling economically to, to make a name for ourselves, to, to even do this for a living. So we got to concentrate on one song. So hopefully we'll be lucky enough to get an EP. And if we're really fortunate enough, we'll get an album. So, you know, what's your feelings on this? Because, you know, it seems like we saw this in hip hop and some of the other genres, but, you know, now it's starting to come into rock. I mean, what do you guys feel about it? Do you still need an album? We've been touting that for years. Yeah, We've been saying, look, time. why don't we release a series of singles? Why don't, instead of doing a full album, why don't we put out an EP and then six months later put out the other half of the album as another EP? Um, and, you know, and to come come back to your point, even even established bands are struggling. Right, you know, so right. um, I think, you know, bringing up the hip hop point, those guys were pioneers in a sense because clearly it worked. Yeah. You know, it works for them, mm-hmm. and we were always like in past relationships, even in the current uh, uh, um, uh, contract that we're under. It was kind of like there was a little bit of pushback at first because you know, in, in the, the the traditional rock and roll like schema of things is. You know, like you said, album, big album release, you right, know, you know, right. uh, one single and then a ballad, you know, like kind of a thing. And uh, I don't know, Joe, you, Joe, Joe has some A&R experience. Um, he works for a, a label in L.A. You might want to you want to yeah. expound on yeah. that. I see it. I see it going that way for um, almost every genre um, now because there's such a short um, attention span, it seems like right now. Um, and there's. The, the news cycle, the music cycle, it's, the market is, is flooded, right? There's Everybody's an artist, everybody's a rapper, everybody's a singer, everybody has a band. Everybody, everybody a has SoundCloud. a recording studio. Right, right, <laughs> right. So your SoundCloud, whatever. Um, and so now, uh, it's funny, another artist uh, was talking about it. I think it was, might have been T-Pain was on a podcast, and he was saying, like, now you have to put out a record every three, four months right. to stay relevant no right. matter what genre you're in. And the labels have kind of leaned towards that type of mindset too, of like it being more single driven um, because you gotta stay in front of the fans, you gotta stay in front of your fans, you gotta stay engaged, you gotta keep your name out there, otherwise you're forgotten because and you know the, the, the market is moving so fast. Um, that in order to stay above the white noise, you got to constantly be putting out records. That totally makes sense. How about videos? I mean, you know, obviously it's a great way to brand, you know, the uh, the band, if you will. I mean, it's another promotional tool, a branch from the tree, if you will. So what do you guys feel about videos? I mean, because obviously it's not MTV anymore. I mean, you know, MTV is your phone. You, you watch yeah. whatever you want to yeah. on your phone. Everyone has access to videos. So I guess it's still very important, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I was on the fence a long time for a long time about that but you know with our past the past recent experience we've just had where we've put out like um static uh what do they what do they call them visualizers yeah for a few songs um 
And then, you know, you sit there and you watch it and like, okay, well, I would rather also be able to brand our faces. Right. And, and so, so our fans, our supporters will, you know, recognize us more. So, Well, let me interject something right there because, and, and that's a great point because even when we were, you know, completely homogenized with hair bands in the late 80s, it might have been a band that not even broken the top 40. I knew the drummer's name, the lead singer's right, name, right. the bass player's name. It could be the smallest band in the world, but just because of that facial recognition, I knew every member of the band yeah. where we kind of got away from it for a while. It's like you could be the biggest band in the world and walk into Wise Guys where we're at today and go, nobody might even know who you are. Yeah, and that, that happens frequently to us. Right, like, right. Yeah, you know, where it's like, oh, you guys sing that song? Yeah. That's you guys? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't even know you were playing tonight. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, so... I definitely have, have kind of changed my mindset in regards to videos. I think that we definitely need to get our aesthetic out there, especially, right. you know, with, with, with the additions of Nick and Joe. Um, I do have to say that, you know, this is like our best looking lineup. You yeah, know? So, yeah. Uh, and, and that actually comes down from, uh, you, you mentioned 10 years uh, of, uh, and, and, and speaking of music videos, um, a very talented videographer and photographer named Robert John Cly who's done videos for 10 years, he's done videos for In This Moment, he's a, he's a Vegas-based, uh, 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 super artistic guy. Yeah. And he actually, we did a photo shoot with him recently, and he was like, I gotta say, man, this is the best looking version of the band that, <laughs> that I've seen. So, I'm, so in my head, I'm thinking, well, dude, we need, to, we need to utilize that, you know? We need to capitalize on that. But the issue with making a video, a legit video, is not only the time and effort, yeah, you can get in and edit it and shoot it yourself, but unless you're adept at those kind of things, there is a substantial overhead to shoot a video, you know. And trying to get a label to front that money is not always, not always the easiest thing to do, even when you're in a good situation with your, with your, your label. You know, it's, it's kind of cool you talk about uh, the, the visual aspect of the newest members. But, uh, you know, outside of the visual thing, no matter how good you guys look, and I have to say you look excellent today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one thing that you guys have always kind of stressed to me is, uh, you know, the main thing you really look for when you're adding new guys to the band or something like that is basically your attitude. I mean, it's just a good attitude, you know. And so... Maybe talk about that. You guys can chime in if you want to, because look, you're on, you're out here in this this uh, van. You're in very tight quarters, and the last thing you need somebody with a with, with a, a bad attitude, attitude. right? So, that's so funny, uh, LA. I was we were in the hotel getting ready to come here, and we're all just cracking jokes and we're laughing, and you know, it, it like like you said, it, it is challenging to to leave everything and, and come out here, especially in this climate. But and you know, I I couldn't. I was thinking to myself, I probably should have said it out loud. And I'm just like, man. I love these guys yeah. just because we're, we're having a good time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you make the most out of every day. Right. We're sharing, we're sharing a room. You know, we save water. We take showers together. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hello. All right. You can see that on our OnlyFans page. Yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans.com backslash we are otherwise. No. Uh, oh, my God. That's yeah, funny. And, and that is really a big thing is, uh, you know, the attitude is, is so, so important. Yeah. Because, but, uh, you know, it's not like we're making tons of money out doing it. You really got to like dive into like why are you here, right? And who are you around doing it with, and focus on that, and yeah. then that's where the magic kind of starts churning out.
For the listeners today, we're in uh, Round Rock, Texas at Wise Guys, and it's uh, obviously Chicago loving here, man. It's freaking Bears, Sox, everything you can imagine. Duh, Bears. But let's talk about some football. Now, Vegas has got a team, man, and you got a stadium that is just badass. So My brother was lucky enough to be in, go in the stadium. I haven't been in the, in the wow. stadium yet. T- tell me what's, what's the city feeling. I mean, what's the vibe like, man? Because it just looks so exhilarating, you know? Yeah, uh, the, the stadium is, is – is insane you know i i got to go watch the uh, opening home game for the rebels yeah our, UNLV. Our alma mater uh unlv and it's just it's a really exciting place so when, when you think about it and you're like oh my gosh this is in our backyard now right this state-of-the-art stadium yeah um and it, it, it's really something special and, and we're excited to have the team there and you know, I mean, we we wrote a song for them, and uh, yeah, know. Silver and Black is our latest. Tell me release about Silver and Black. Um, well, you know, growing up on the West Coast, being in in Vegas for for all our lives, we didn't have any teams. You know, you know, we didn't have any professional sports teams. So, we spent a lot of time in L.A. L.A. was like our second home. You know, going there for the weekends, going to Disneyland as kids, and and then as you grow up, and you, you know, just just you know, road trips. You road trip to L.A. right, and that was kind of like well just just out of like proximity's sake th- that was the closest team right the raiders right they, right you know, in the 80s and 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 then on top of that you know i'm a huge nwa fan so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know those those dudes are the coolest guys on the planet absolutely so, so it was the one of the that was probably the first team that i adopted was you know my first my first nfl starters cap was a raiders hat right right um and now we've got them there and i mean they that game that 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 home game that first game home game was was (laughs) was absolutely nuts the stadium is is unlike any other arena in in the league i mean we literally have a DJ and a, and a VIP club really? in, in one of the end zones. Oh my god! We serve, awesome. they, they serve like top-notch top sushi. Notch food. You can <laughs> like. Yeah, we're here at Wise Guys. You got some food behind you. You want to serve up the? You want you guys want to get yeah, your food while we're, we're we can we can eat and talk we'll at the same talk, time man, if you want to. It's a family affair, baby. Let's talk about the menu here at Wise Guys. We got to give a little man. love here to Wise Guys to here. the Don himself, the man. Tony Soprano back here, also known as Bill Nashe from the band Sons on Fire. <laughs> Don Nashe. <laughs> Billy the Don, dude. He is. He's got it going on, man. So what do we got? I got, I got, the, chick, I got the chicken Philly cheesesteak. Wow. I think I got a Maryland on a bed of salad. That one's mine. Good yeah, Lord. Look at that. Beautiful. 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 It's beautiful. You're almost vegetarian, but yeah, not baby, quite. <laughs> <laughs> not in Texas. Not when we're in Texas. I wanted to talk about uh, your Wise Guy Happy Hour video podcast. And, and like I said, when you guys told me you were rolling through town, I was like, well, you know, Bill owns this restaurant called Wise Guys. I yeah. said, this is a perfect place to do the interview. I, I love it. Of course, you've seen me tune in a couple times. You yeah. guys give me a shout out. So Absolutely, tell me man. about that and, you know, being on Twitch and how the fans love it and, and you know, what you guys talk about and how can people find it if they haven't seen it yeah. already well you know that was again it, like it was that one of those goes things back to what happened with the, with the pandemic yeah, exactly. you know we had we had to figure out ways to as joe was saying stay relevant, relevant stay and, in, connected. and connected and that's right it's an awesome thing to you know the, the people at twitch really got behind us they they, get, they gave us the, the verification you know almost instantly nice. shout out um, to our manager zachy yeah our, sure. our boy zach our manager made that happen for us and um it was really big because you know not only are you staying engaged with the people who care about you 
Um, but you can also make a little bit of change. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, like, and the beautiful and almost like bizarre thing about that is when you re- when you kind of forget. You know, when you're not on the road um, or you don't have a, like a release or you know you don't you kind of forget that oh you know people do actually they care they you know and then you get on there and it's like they they're like they want to give you money right you know like for (laughs) for just having fun with your homies yeah like Like we are today can somebody send me some money (laughs) (laughs) we take venmo paypal Venmo, paypal bitcoin is is accepted yeah um so we, we have a lot of fun and you know especially because uh, you know, right now, Nick and Ryan are in Vegas. Uh, uh, Joe's in L.A. and I'm in upstate New York. So right. it's a great way for us to kind of get back together and and and, you know, just see each other's faces. And kind of what we were we were we were hitting on uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to be around these guys. They have great attitudes, even when even when the going gets tough. You know, it's like it's never it's never overbearingly negative. There's no like, there's no like, just like negativity that's just you can't deal with. You know, it's like they're always the going like, all gets right, tough, and the tough gets laughing. And then, yeah, and then we start that's making each other laugh. Laughing. We have a couple of drinks, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. it's, it's like fun. we're doing today, man. And it's a it's a Twitch.tv/slash We Are Otherwise. I know you mentioned silver and black is something new you that you guys have worked on, and obviously uh, you're finally getting your day to tour some of these songs uh, off Defy that fans have never seen you perform live for the first time but as as we know you keep looking forward have you already got uh, the wheels in motion for new music have you recorded anything else or what's the story on that we've literally been um so ryan and i live both living in vegas we've been coming up with new ideas uh joe writes and we throw ideas back and forth we were literally listening to song ideas that we had come up with on the last few days of tour so the gears are always turning. The awesome. Gears are always turning. Yeah. On the way here, we were listening to one of Nick's demos, and we're like, "Dude, this is perfect. Let's change that part. Let's put that part in there. This is awesome." So, we're literally talking about our next record. That's great. Driving up to this interview. So uh, to close it out today, we can do um, a couple of extras that we're definitely going to play Silver and Black, but I want to play maybe one, two more. So we'll do artist pick, and you know, somebody give me one song, tell me why you chose it, and we'll we'll do one more. Crossfire. Why that one? Kind of touching back to what we we're talking about. Uh, Defy and COVID and all that stuff. I was telling Adrian like like about a month or two into COVID, into the shutdown. I'm like, you understand that like all the lyrics you wrote for Defy are extremely relevant right now because <laughs> every song is just like it's just everything that we're going through with like the riots and the pandemic and right. the, the politics and lies and blah 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 and this and that and he said she said and it's like the record like set the tone. It's the, the anthem for 2020. You know, it's, every, it's a good point. I mean, is it art creating life or life creating art? You know, I mean, it really is. So, well, guys, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your meal here. I appreciate you being on for the past three hours with us today. Wise guys. Wise, wise guys. Round Rock, Texas. Stop life. by and see it. So thank you so much for being on the Rock 30 today. Hell and uh, thanks you, for calling me and letting me know you were coming through town. Thank you for having us, man. You, you, you've kind of you've had our back for a long time now, man. And it, it really does. uh we're we're very genuine when we 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 show our appreciation for it, man. And I hope we can keep yeah, anything you you need from us, man. We we we'll, we'll, we're there. I, I might come to Vegas and go to a game with you guys. You can yeah, give me a ticket. Yes. <laughs> I need to do that. I haven't even done that yet. 